0: Yeah, I mean, I, I really got up twice and you did the whole thing again.
1: Awww. Uh, snap!
0: Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Youth Ministry Booster Podcast with your host, Zach Workin and Chad Higgins, talking about the honest conversations in student ministry. They got a little got a little real uh, last week hanging out with your friend. Uh, we got to uh, hang out with forty new friends yeah. in student ministry. Some 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 we've known for a while. I mean some yeah. some have been long term friends uh, at our experience event in Nashville. And uh, man, uh, it was it was good to be in the room with some people. We, we talked a lot about like trust and feedback because there's nothing more tender than having your sermons audited yeah. by people that you kind of know, right. but that also preach. Like, this is not the Sunday morning where Gladys is giving you the glad hand of like, good job, young man. Right. This is like, I went to seminary too, and uh, I don't know about all that.
1: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if if you're not aware, we just got done with our experience conference. Which, which totally is totally into the conference travel season, and we're so very woop, thankful. Woop, woop, woop. Uh, so it was a, a new thing for us here at Lifeway, and... Uh, man, I thought it went really, really well. It's I know really that next year, if you did not get to come uh, this year, that is going to be something that you want to look out for, be a part of if you weren't. We'll
0: there. have more details later this summer and August when we release all of next year's details. Ooh. We're really excited. We're on top of it this year. Uh, but it'll be the next early May, 23. Uh, it'll be in Nashville again, uh, and we'll probably have some preaching bits and things. There was a lot of positive feedback that way. But it was really fun because we didn't tell them what we were going to do. And there was a lot of folks that were like, I was really upset that I didn't know what was next. But it was really fun, too. Right. So, yeah, yeah, it was good.
1: Yeah, so a little bit of secret, a little bit of mystery. It was the experience, which, you know, I didn't really know about that name going into it. I felt like I was maybe joining a cult, <laughs> right? Like, I feel like that's how they get you. We get robes? That's you weird. Yeah. That's that's, right. that's cool, I guess, yeah. Uh, but it was... It, it goes was with everything. Absolutely know, like... awesome. Uh, and it was practice what you preach. And so... And we, we did. Yeah. We, <laughs> we did. Uh, there was a lot of cool elements to that. Everybody got to be able to preach Get evaluated in that process, like and
0: turn a sermon in early. Like we had a lot of folks. Like I haven't, I haven't submitted a sermon since seminary. Yeah. and I was like, well, that's part of the game. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of homework here, <laughs> a little bit of
1: prep. Uh, it was, it was really awesome. Uh, and so it was, uh, we get to like you were talking about. We get to meet a lot of people that, man, were just amazing communicators. Yeah. Uh, I mean, everybody was really, really great. There were some people though that were very new.
0: I, I had a couple people in my pod. We broke up into pods. Uh, twenty years old, like, yeah. like still in college, and I was like, "Look at you, young man!" Like, so I'm like, I'm like, if I was at where you were at at twenty, yeah. I would be so proud because Zach at twenty was not nearly where they were at twenty and twenty one. Yeah. My goodness!
1: Which you know, speaking, preaching is a huge part of what we do yeah. as ministers, and so you know, you you talk about you at twenty, yeah. And I think you've maybe shared this story before, but it is one of my favorite stories. Not just podcasting-wise, Zach. It is one of my favorite you stories. So tell us... Uh, and I'll share a bad preaching moment for okay. myself as well. So we're, we're we're giving a little so honest honest
0: podcast moment yeah. sharing about twenty year old preacher because because preaching is like I mean the sermon crafting is I think a discipline right a practice an art right like there, I mean there is something to it that the more you do it with feedback and training you you can't you right. can yeah. and will get better right like like you hopefully are a better preacher now than when you first started hopefully hopefully to 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 the point, <laughs> as a twenty year old intern, uh, I was left in charge of youth what? the week before or after like mission trip or camp when the student pastor was taking his vacation, yeah, and so twenty year old Zach, I was planning the service, and so we were like in the Book of James, and I had like the passage picked out because we were going to cover the Book of James yeah. that summer. The student band was on point. we had the college intern, the other college intern was leading worship, and so this was my first time to like. Preach, yeah. I guess, right? I mean, it's one of those like. I mean, I had like led small groups and Bible studies, but this was the first time where like, it, it. I was not emceeing, I was not hosting. It was like
1: you got the over the ear yeah,
0: mic. Over I, the, I, this was like a lapel <laughs> over the ear mic. This was no handheld moment. This was like the over the ear. This is the Countryman moment. And, man, like I thought I had prepared enough. I had notes. I had ideas. and twenty year old Zach blitzed through it. yeah. And what he thought was a well-rounded, well-constructed twenty two to twenty five minute sermon ended up being just shy of six minutes.
1: amazing.
0: And so, I mean, like, you know, I wrap up and then, you know, send it
1: off now, to- hold on, hold on. was there was there a clock in the back of the room? Or like no clock and you get off and you're like, oh, that was only six. Points.
0: There was no clock in the back of the room. It was so, in the sound booth. Like I just, you know. I, so
1: you're in closing and you're like, my, you know, I think I'm at about the 21 minute mark. Right I, I
0: don't here. know if I was the 21 minute. I was like, I think I felt like I knew it was a little bit ahead of schedule, <laughs> right? Like I knew it was like a little bit ahead. Uh, but, you know, I, I I covered all my ground. I, I, yeah. I, had, I had my points. I had my story. covered my bases. Maybe should have had a couple extra stories, right. I don't know, or a little more scripture commentary, I don't know. Uh, but the band played before and was going to do one more song before yeah. we dismiss to what was next. Well, they played Come the next song, yeah, and I, I looked at the clock, and I was like, well, we've got about 22 extra minutes of time to fill. So when they finished, I hopped back up, and I uh, gave it a go again.
1: Amazing.
0: And turn that six minute sermon into
1: nine. Okay. Hold on though. (laughs) Clarify gave it a go again is not exactly what you did cuz gave it a go again means like bah, I got back up there add, Ex- added expanded. a little more you gave the exact same talk again we 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 went back through the points again if you will
0: <laughs> uh, it was say we we did it we, it was it was a redux it was the uh, the the, the 1.5 we covered all the same bases the same story oh, i didn't know what else to do I froze and i put a couple extra minutes on the clock Uh, But it was, uh, yeah, man.
1: Bro, that is- The trial
0: and James, man. Trying indeed.
1: I'm sure there was someone sitting there (laughs) that had this like deja vu moment. (laughs) Dozing, yeah. Did I (laughs) just- Man, I I've, I've swore I've heard this before. <laughs> you know, maybe it was a really great
0: teaching mechanic, right? Like, yeah. you know, it's the Repetition's old, key. You tell them what you're going to tell them, and you tell them what you told them. So debate 101, my man. <laughs> oh. uh, I, I want to know yours, though, because uh, I think everybody, every, everybody's had a bad sermon. I don't know if everybody's
1: preached it twice. Yeah. You, you had a little bit of a doozy. So, okay, I, I'm going to tell two really quick. <laughs> Um the first one Wait, you saw the the same one twice? Yeah, are you yeah. gonna <laughs> <laughs> So the first one, um our student ministry, we were rolling out these things called habits at the time. They were different like ministry tools that you could give to students. They were like scripture memory and you know, time in the word, prayer. Yeah. And so there were like little like uh things that went along with them. And so, everybody on our team had a different, like, little sermonette that they were going to give and then, like, roll out a different one of these habits. And then at the end of the night, it was this, like, big push to our students to, like, grab at least one habit that you're going to commit to this coming week. Okay. Um, And so, the one that I was supposed to talk about were our scripture memory keychains. Okay. Okay. And I was sick, dude. Like six, Should have phoned in but didn't. Yeah, well, if it would have been any other night, because this was like a big thing that we've been like leading up to. We had all these elements around the night. Like it was a big night in our student ministry as far as like our discipleship track. And so I was like, I have to be there. And so I was, no other words, dude, I was drugged up on over-the-counter <laughs> stuff. The amount of NyQuil that was in my body. You should not have been upright. Yeah, bro. Bro, I definitely shouldn't have been driving. Okay. <laughs> um, and so I I get up there, and if you've ever heard me communicate, I love to tell stories. So I launch into a story, and in my mind it goes well. I talk about the importance of scripture memory and all this kind of stuff, and I get off stage and I'm thinking, you know, it wasn't my best, yeah. right? But Got the job done. Did it, and I g- get to the back, and one of the other guys on our staff comes up to me and was like, "What was that?" And I was like, "What do you What do you mean? Like, like how good was that?" Yeah, yeah well, thank you. It <laughs> uh, uh, was it a wow moment for you too? He was like, "Bro, you started a story." <laughs> he was like, wandered around like I've never seen in my life. Never finished the story. And then just said, "We got keychains in the back."
0: <laughs> <laughs> All true statements. All true yeah, things. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, and so, anyways, we like we watched the video multiple times, and the oh, it was oh, oh, so yeah. there is a video we, out there. Well, I think most of that stuff's gotten. Uh, I've got a VCR, um, but yeah, we used to record everything that we did, but. Um, Oh my goodness, it was bad. In case
0: you needed the evidence. The other
1: one, I was speaking at a camp in Colorado, my flight got delayed and um to the point where like a guy was going to pick me up from the airport, drive me straight to this campground and it was like there was no buffer room. The service had already started. Oh, you're walking up like mid-song. Dude, as as we're going, because they didn't want to delay anything any longer. Yeah, and so they're like on the phone with the guy driving me, and he's like, "Okay, we're, eight minutes, eight minutes." Yeah, yeah. We're like, we're ten minutes out. Start. Give us an extra bridge. And so, like, he pulls up at the back of this worship uh, worship service, and this there's like eight hundred or so, eight hundred a thousand kids at this thing, and then they're all junior high kids. The whole thing's a junior high conference, and. I, like, get out. I'm, like, coming through the back door. The, like, person is, like, miking me up. Like, <laughs> as I'm, Pancaking like... kicking the makeup. Yeah, 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 dude. Quick change. I mean, it is, like, there was no time. And so, like, already in that moment, you're just, like, you're frantic. Yeah. You're late. You're yeah. I'm running from the car to the deal. Uh, I'm getting mic'd up. And I just, like... It could not have been more perfect time because I, like... They finished and I, like, walked, walked out down. of the scene. Well, I launch into a big story i'm like high energy it's night one of this camp yeah you're gonna win them i'm gonna win them right it's middle school i want to get them laughing i want them to get to know me all these kind of things best pokemon impression this oklahoma guy came to colorado we rose about two two thousand feet of elevation yeah yeah no longer the flatlands my heart's pumping (laughs) wind is going wind's not quite getting into my lungs (laughs) you go down Zach. did you go down the room begins to spin on oh me, okay flashes of light i i tell you what i did not want to pass out in front of a room full of middle school kids they'll eat you i'm pretty sure <laughs> right like those kids will eat you alive if you're not one speaker just drops to the ground i think they'd call it yeeting but yes they'd be <laughs> yeeting you yeah so I I I did not pass out. I, am, I remember grabbing this little music stand. That little music stand <laughs> held me up. Oh wow. Which wow. Man yeah. has it for life. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and so, but I remember like having to slow everything down. Yeah. I came off and I asked if anybody noticed. They were like, "Oh no, we didn't notice." But there was a moment there that they almost lost me. <laughs> and that could have been mm. really really bad. Mm, well, there you
0: landed it, found you, uh, and uh, man, uh, here you are now. Uh, it's really interesting to think about some of the journey and the opportunities uh, week in and week out with your own students. Uh, I know for some folks we've had conversation with, like, the opportunity to share at a friend's ministry right. and just—because some of the special honor privileges of getting to come just kind of preach and speak without a lot of other duties attached, like, that, right. that's one of the things a lot of folks really enjoy is is the chance to, to share, to impart, to teach, I think more than anything else, like, unencumbered, right? Like, that's one right. of the things that, like, I think a lot of folks really appreciated about the event we had last week with Experience Stuff was, like, it's just— hanging out with each other and it's a chance to preach. There wasn't worrying, like, you know, middle school kid that's coming in the back that looks like he's, you know, doped up on some over-the-counter right. meds or, like, you know, the two kids that are about to, like, fist fight each other or the leader that's, like, just mad because you started late. Like, all those other like, distraction things. And so I, I think it's important for us to talk about, like, there is a, like, learned art to communication. You shared last week that I thought was really important. Uh, There is an aspect to it because it is in a public sector, arena, public uh, sector, that there is this, like, public speaking part to it, right? Like, it's unique because it's a proclamation uh, that invites a response, and we'll talk about those in the next two weeks of what is the preaching task, communication thing. But I think to start with, like, kind of the... The least important but the most visible piece of what preaching is, and that's this bodied public presentation part, right? right? So, whether you're dizzy or you're uh, on, you know, NyQuil and cough syrup and cold medicine, or you're just really young and nervous, these are all like contributing factors to some of the messaging thing that you'd want to bring obviously in all scenarios uh, can be overcomeable by good grace and the Lord's provision and the Lord's transformative work. But I think for some of the folks that are listening, like there's a chance this summer that they're going to maybe preach in big church because their pastor's out on vacation yep. and they're on mission trip and they're coming back to share or they're at a camp or someone else's camp. They've been invited to speak. And so I think just for this first layer of the next three parts of just talking about communication, communication, this summer of ways to get better, ways to improve, ways to grow in our craft. What would you offer as someone who's done a lot of public speaking not at the church and then also preaching and teaching through the church as just important things to consider? Uh, name for us some of the areas to think about what does it mean to present publicly, to speak uh, before a group of people that maybe we like intuit or we've observed, but we haven't really like put like categories or
1: thoughts sure, around. Sure, sure. Well, and like you said, and I wanna re- reiterate is what we're gonna be talking about today is the aspect of just public speaking. Yeah. So much of what we do and the important things of what we do is the proclamation of the gospel, yeah. understanding text, teaching text, context, doctrine, theology, all of these kind of things that you and I would both agree is is yeah. the most important part. And so even it's for what makes it sacred. Right. right. Yeah. Like, even yeah. for somebody that you go, Well, public speaking isn't my Forte, Forte, right, or whatever. That's okay. Um, And the goal is not that every one of us is like the greatest communicator ever, but that we clearly proclaim the gospel message. What we have is so important to communicate to teenagers that I believe that it's important to know uh, and learn and continue to grow to do that well. So the first area that I would love to just chat about and talk about a little bit is maybe for some that are younger, even if you're not younger... Um, maybe for some, there's just a nervous factor, right? And that can, um, that can be seen in all different types of manners on stage. Makes you act funny. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. (laughs) Or act, act your (laughs) regular. Yeah. It's hard.
1: It's hard to get things out. You're worried about forgetting things, which I think is. You do funny things with your body, hand mm -hmm. and sweat. Yeah. Yep. All of these (laughs)
0: things. Why are you so
1: sweaty? Uh, and, and I think one of the areas that people that worry about public speaking is they're going to get on stage, they're going to freeze, they're going to say something wrong, all these kind of things. And the first advice that I would give if you're in this boat and that's something that you're struggling with is, um, one, to be prepared yeah. and to rehearse. yeah. Um, if this is you and you're feeling that sense of nervousness still, yeah. um, don't let Wednesday night be the first time that you've given this the message. The first run
0: through. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Now, if if you're seasoned, this may be something you don't feel like you need to do anymore. Or you can do in
0: your mind. I yeah. Th- I think, I know for a guy at your level, you're always thinking through all of it. Oh, sure. But it may be a moment quietly where you're just sitting in your mind and like imagining and kind of kind of visualizing through it instead of preaching to the wall or preaching to the birds. Right.
1: Yeah. 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 And so be, and, and in rehearsing, it doesn't always have to be for a crowd. Right. Like... Do do it to your phone, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, in even the, in the mirror or whatever, right? right? Right. Even just hearing the talk that yeah. you're going to give. and <laughs> Say some of it out loud to see if you even go,
0: huh? I don't yeah, know. That yet. doesn't make sense.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, though, you're going to clear some of that kind of stuff up. Uh, rehearsing, it's also going to let you get to know the material a little yeah. bit better, um, which I would say is part of that next thing. People are either overly tied to their notes or they have no notes. Yeah. Um, and both, both are no-nos. <laughs> well, both of those can cause different problems. Yeah.
0: Tripwires. If, yep.
1: if that's not how you're polished in teaching. Right. Um, and I would say that's something that for you, you've grown and learned in that area. right? I actually
0: use less notes now than I've ever used Talk about and, that. And feel more comfortable in doing that than I used to. I used to be the guy that had too many notes. Okay. I think, so I, I would say if you're the guy that has no notes, if you're teaching, preaching, uh, you should have... I mean, maybe maybe you don't preach manuscript. I get it. Like, you don't want to read it to people. Yeah. Uh, the thing that I would say is if you don't have enough notes is the notes you should have should be the things that you want to say the most specifically. Right. Uh, ironically, for at least last week in some of our pod time at the event, like, uh, the guys that needed more notes is kind of a general critique, were the ones that didn't have some of the big story pieces of scripture tight yep. or they didn't have their own personal story like locked in, right? Mm-hmm. Like they kind of got stuck on their like, how am I going to start this story about when I was in fifth right. grade? And so having those like first few sentences or the transition statements, like have the very first thing you're gonna say word for word have the way you're going to get into what you're going to do word for word have the last thing you're going to say word for word so maybe you don't have like the middle sections where you're kind of like you know going with like the flow and riffing and working with the material but you should know how you're going to get out of that section in a very specific way so you don't get to a place and you're like uh i think that's it Right. And then you go to whatever's next. Like you should you should be able to clearly and concretely, even maybe through the use of like space and silence, get to what's next. And so I think that's an important thing to help with the nervousness. If you don't carry enough notes because you're nervous about having notes, is to have the right notes, which is the thing that you should say most specifically. Sure. For some folks that are uh too tied to notes, the encouragement that I would give is to find creative ways to have the cues that notes provide mm-hmm. uh, without a dependency on looking down. So the hack for me has been uh, shorter talk times because I have found that when I have notes, I allow myself to talk far longer than anyone else cares to listen. Yep. As, as awesome as I think what I prepared was, uh, there's a real sweetness at about 17 minutes that's very different than 37 yep. minutes, even for the most like endearing of audiences. Uh, but I actually, in most like training sessions, uh, will use the slides mm-hmm. as the way to keep time because I'll, I'll time myself to about a minute and a half per slide and it's a way to move myself along. And then yeah, it also is a way to tie my thoughts with a visual that helps both cue me and the audience for the things that I want to remember. So I'll walk up with a clicker, yeah. but I actually have notes. They're just really key phrases or words in the slides. That's not just point one, but it is like the last five words of the things that I wanted to one say. One of the things
1: that I'm trying to get better with slides is actually never saying what's on the slide. That's really that's a really good tactic. So they're seeing it and reading it time after correct. time after time. Right, right, right. Um and so what I want, I want the slide to be a it's a, either an explainer or an add-on to yeah. what I'm talking about. It enriches it. That's right. Because if if I say just what's on the slide, you didn't need it. What's the reason for the slide? Right. Yeah. Um, but if if that slide can be an enhancer for me, yeah. Um or something that's an add-on. People have more attention than you give them credit for. That's right. and so, That's why
0: they have their phone out, because they've got two sources to give some of the attention to, yeah.
1: And so, for us, being able to speak in such a way that is not just hand-feeding them. Yeah. Now— this may be different if we're talking about middle school students, right? Sure. If we're talking to an adult audience, I would really recommend you doing things like that to grab attention to different things um, that, that can really enhance that experience for them. Um, the notes or no notes things, if, if you're listening, uh, one of the things I would recommend is understand who you are as a speaker. Um if you're someone that tends to be a little bit more heady, yeah, and you do read and you, man, you're covering a lot I've got of content, great quotes, y'all.
0: I got some right. research today.
1: I really want to encourage you to to get to that place where you're away from that, yeah. Because one of the most powerful things to do in speaking is utilizing eye contact movement, yeah. Um, passion as you communicate, and it is really, really hard to do that standing behind a podium just reading Chin something. down, yeah. And so the ability to make that point while you're looking into the camera for a bigger audience or into the eyes of the people in front of you yeah. um, really can convey something that you would never get with the exact same sentence read from On a the piece page. of paper. Right but if you're someone who maybe i see this a lot with people with like a lot of energy um they go very minimal notes yeah. right or just that rough outline um you'll can you'll often chase rabbits yep yep um you'll you'll sound all over the place you'll
0: surprise yourself with an extra story <laughs> you really will um one of the things I didn't know we were going to talk about sleeping bags. That's wild. <laughs>
1: right. Uh, one of the things I see a lot of those kind of communicators is repetition. Yeah. They'll say something, said they said it, yeah. say it again. Yeah. And they'd never really move on because in their mind, they're trying to communicate the point. Yeah. They're thinking about where they're going next.
0: So they keep, they keep drilling the same And hole. so they
1: continue yeah. to say the same thing over and over again. And a lot of times they won't even realize it. Right. Um, this is also where a lot of like word ticks come in. Yeah. When you're trying to think of transition or where to go next, you'll have those like likes or ums um, and those yeah. kind of things that really pop in, which a few of them we're all going to have, right?
0: As um, part of thinking and exactly. speaking on the spot. Yes.
1: Um. But if that's something that's plaguing you, oftentimes it's a lack of Especially if it's distracting.
0: And yeah. that's, that's one of the things we encouraged the folks last week was to, to take those recordings that we made of their sermons and look for those yeah. in a way that wasn't just like, I could improve, but I got distracted because I did this thing so much that people started doing, yeah. they're like,
1: how many ums did he say? Yeah, yeah. Well, and... A lot of times it's not even like vocal stuff. It's just how you're positioning your body. So that's the other part of the nervousness that
0: I think is probably most uh, untalked about or most needed to be talked about in this section of our little three-part episode is I think a lot of folks look at their content and maybe have audio recorded what they've said and listened back to it or got feedback on it. But it's really hard until you see it To notice how your body moves Mm. or doesn't move in a way that either helps or doesn't help what you're trying to communicate. Like, there is one of the things that is the power of proclamation, the power of speaking and preaching beyond just the written word is that you are embodied as you say it. Mm. And so, what you do with your hands, eyes, hips, weight, shifting, it really matters, and I think for a lot of folks, they either get really frigid and stone because they're afraid to move, or they get really frantic, and their 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 movements are so all over the place that I, I can't keep up. But I don't know well, why why are his hands that right. way? Why why is like why is she dancing all over the place? Or a
1: lot of what I see is pacing. Okay, uh, it's just this like line <laughs> in the cage. Just um, ready to go. Well, <laughs> proud. <laughs> People will make people will make a circle around. Oh,
0: just wear the carpet out. The yeah. the
1: like music stand or podium yeah. that they're teaching on, um, or they'll pick a side of the stage where they'll just work it. Well, over. they'll go podium left side to speak and never come back 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 and forth okay. back and forth. Um, you'll see that a lot, and you maybe even notice it in yourself if you speak to a youth room that's not completely full. If you have like a lot of students that are on like your left side, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, people
1: will continue to like gradually come fill in over. there, yeah, um, and you'll see that a lot. Instead of except for that new kid, it's like, why is nobody sitting with?
0: Me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought they were antisocial. The speaker hasn't come over
1: here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they were waiting on the sermon,
1: yeah, <laughs> um, and, and so you'll see that a lot. And I think when when you do that, if you're not conscious about it, you actually give away a really good tool, yeah. The ability when you're speaking, specifically when you move into that closing time, to move forward. Yeah. Like if you've given that away already. Yeah. Because you've paced around it to hit that hit that closing hit that landing to step forward to the, the front of the stage. That is such a compelling like I'm going to listen. Yeah. That you've already given it away because of just. Endless pacing that you didn't even realize. Especially if you were if you're comfortable enough to never go back. Like yeah. once,
0: once you st- you could step left, center, right, center. But once you step up, yeah, to be there in full conviction and full eye contact and like appropriate, like inviting hand and body gesture is is powerful body language.
1: Yeah. Well, and even just little things that that go into this that you don't think about. Like I heard you talk about it. Of uh, I think it was you. Yeah, I think it was you closing your Bible. Right. Yeah. At the end of a talk, like the minute you close your Bible, yeah. even if you've got other things to say, they're done. They're done. Because everybody in the room goes, Oh, we're wrapping up. Yeah. And they're gonna close theirs. And if they have bags that they have them in, they're gonna start putting them in bags. Yeah. Like you, you cute them. You, you cute them to be done. Your yeah. talk is done. And yeah. so little things like that that over time you can begin to learn and you see and you experience yeah. can really add together to be make you a better communicator. That's good.
0: Uh, So one more on the moment of closing and conviction before we wrap up this first of three parts uh, is volume. And th- this is the one that I think I talked about because of a TikTok, right? Yeah, yeah. We were talking about just in the realm of speaking uh that volume often equates to conviction. Yeah. And so finding ways to make sure that we got loud mm. for what we felt strongly about, not just loud because we wanted to use variants for the sake of variants, but there's a strength in a voice that like I really believe in this. And then maybe to ask some of the tender questions softer, right? Like some of that just comes naturally. We don't often shout our questions. That's right. an that's an odd move. Maybe a powerful one. I don't right. know. Uh, Who are you? <laughs> what are we supposed to be reading? <laughs> wow, that's, that doesn't seem prepared at all. Uh, but I, I think the thinking through again the 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 nervousness that we might feel that would cause us to. Get a little, I can't control the volume of my voice. Right. Um, uh, but to think through all the range that we have, both in how we move, how we prepare, but then also how we deliver uh, the tone of voice. I mean, this is the there is a kind of like running youth, youth pastor prayer voice, right? You know, that people like when they don't know what else to do, they bring it down, yeah, real soft, like as if they're about to pray, right? And when Pastor Tim's about to pray,
1: we know, yeah, he's almost.
0: And I think, I think, you know, like there is some of those to stay natural with, right? We don't want to just turn on a character, Yeah. but there should be a range in what you're presenting that doesn't land flat. One of the guys in my pod, uh, I told him this, so I feel comfortable telling, uh, our, our listeners this, uh, he's got a real strong baritone voice and often the, like the, the, when you're baritone, you're monotone, mm. uh, but he pushed back against it. He worked really hard to have some high and low moments of like energetic stories about his family and then okay. some tender moments of reflection because even though he's gotten to stay strong, like, just, like I would love to hear him on the radio kind of, you know, baritone like rich deep voice he didn't allow the strength of that to be his only tool Mm. he had developed enough of a tool set around that range and delivery um, that when it was time to kind of be pastoral authoritative and thundering he had it in his pocket Mm. but that wasn't like his one thing he also could be like telling a story about his kids playing soccer. And it was like funny and warm and light and up and down. And I was like, wow, that's cool. And so I think for all of us to develop Mm -hmm. the range of how we utilize movement, how we utilize, uh, leverage notes and cues, and then also range of our voice or or early critical pieces,
1: volume, pitch, pace, and pause are all tools that I think any good communicator really knows how to work. Um, And that pause one and pacing, I think, are underutilized by a lot of communicators, specifically um, sermon communicators. To utilize pause to give space to think and reflect um, for what we're saying is really, really important. Uh, Pause can also be a place where we draw people back in. Um, And so the speed in which we speak... And then taking those pauses to really like capture someone. Um, I mean it, there's nothing like it for somebody who's really good at communicating in, in that way. Um, one of the things as I, as I as as we kind of finish here, you know, for for you, you may you may feel like this is a strength of yours. This may actually, for some of our listeners, be this area where you're like, oh, "Man, I've been at this for a long time. I still don't feel like I'm a great communicator." Um, my encouragement to you, and even over the next couple of weeks as we talk about this, is know that the content of what you're sharing is even more important than what we're talking about. Yep. But what we're talking about today, I think, is something worth each of us investing into. And what I mean by investing is not necessarily resource money, but time. Yeah. The ability to read, to um, look at other speakers, learn from other speakers. Watch
0: video playback. And, and, yeah. Yeah.
1: And dive into making this better yeah. is important because the content's so important.
0: Yeah. We would hate to get in the way of it.
1: But I know this, I will take, even as someone who prides himself on trying to be a good speaker, I will take myself prayed up and studied up much more than being prepared. Yeah. Um, because those are the times when communicating what really matters is impactful and transformational in the student's life. And that's what we want to get to.